You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm just saying, I don't think that's actually food. I mean, what, I, do, what do you mean it's not actually food? It <laughs> kind of feels like somebody stuck a tire in a boiling <laughs> vat of water and then like chopped it up into little pieces. It's packaged as food. I mean, I, I purchased it as food. I thought I was doing something good. I know it's good. listed as food, but I'm kind of wondering if maybe the regulations are a little <laughs> bit lax on that. I'm just saying, I don't think this is necessarily the, the health kick that you're wanting to go Well, on. it's better than the alternative, okay? Like you had asked me to pick, so I picked. I didn't know what the to do. The alternative being real food. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. That available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff to get to today. We're going to explain what that was all about here at the beginning. Uh, I do want to say thank you to everybody going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. The Amazon right, link, you said. Right there at the top of the page. Oh, my goodness. It is the best and only way to shop uh, on Amazon is to go to funemploymentradio.com. Because we don't want you to do it wrong, because sometimes, you know, you're like, oh, God, Amazon- there's so many places to buy things on the internet. Where where can I go that's safe, that's secure, that's the best, the best place that I can go to shop? Well, and this is a little tip that I think the Amazon people don't want you to know, but we're just going to kind of let it out there anyway and take the risk. They know that the best way to shop is to go to funemploymentradio.com sure. and click on the Amazon link, too. So the more you spread that around, the more people you tell, the better the better off it is for everybody. And uh, it just helps out everything. So it's a great gift you could give to someone. Don't buy them a gift. Just say, hey. Buy yourself a gift. Mm-hmm. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. For sure. And that's the gift you you want to give. All right. So we've got that. But also, we need to make sure it's very well known and clear that coming up on this Thursday. I am so excited. February 2nd. We've got our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Oh my gosh, and it just so happens to also fall on Groundhog Day, Greg. It is indeed I'm on Groundhog excited. Day. I'm very excited. It's the you know it's the day where the groundhog comes out, sees if you know we're all doomed to. How does another... that work again? You were supposed to look this up and tell us. Well, I will know more as it gets closer. But if the groundhog <laughs> sees its shadow, find out how Groundhog Day works. And no, two I days know it. If the Fun groundhog Radio. sees its shadow, it's like six more weeks of winter, okay, or something. And if he doesn't, then that means that it's going to be an early spring. Okay. All but right. judging by the way how this year has gone, it's probably going to be like a winter that never ends. That's probably what yes. it is. Well, either way, uh, Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night this Thursday, February 2nd, here in Portland, Oregon, at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. And we have our wonderful sponsor, Reka Vodka, is going to be the sponsor. I looked up a little bit about it. Mm. So it is from Iceland. Oh, it's glacial. It's Well, no, it's not just glacial. It's no, not it's, just glacial. No, I looked it up. It's um, And just to, just to clarify, I wanted to say a little bit about it. So it is Arctic Waters. That's what it is. It's from an Arctic spring water. So it's actually not glacial. It's Arctic spring water. Oh. And uh, it runs through a 4,000-year-old lava field, and that is the water that they use to make that's the That's awesome. Vodka. Yeah. So that's the, the fresh water that they use up there, and that's how they, they distill their vodka. And uh, it comes directly from Iceland to the Landmark Saloon for our Fun Employment Radio Bingo 4847 Southeast Division. Also, we'll, of course, be having drink specials. There'll be lots of prizes. And I've just confirmed with one of the proprietors of Landmark Saloon that we will indeed be playing Groundhog Day outside while we're all playing bingo. Perfect. I'm so excited. And yes, our wonderful prizes that will be provided by Asylum. Mm-hmm. Asylum, Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne. Yes. It's not too, too day. You don't say it twice. I just said it twice to emphasize yeah, it. Yeah, that sounds just weird. Asylum. It's just Asylum once, but that is the name Maybe of it. Maybe it's because I said the Groundhog Day movie thing and then you started repeating yourself? Yeah. That could be it. Asylum, Asylum. 37th and Hawthorne. Maybe it's because I said the Groundhog Day thing and you started repeating yourself? Okay, that's enough. (laughs) All right, Fun Employment Radio, Bingo Day. Let's get back to what we were talking about at the beginning. And also, I'm going to be giving an update on um, the television exchange that Sarah and I have been doing. So I'll have that here in a few minutes. But Sarah and I are, uh, you know, we made no secret about this. This year, we want to get back into shape. So we've joined a gym. and We really have. Like, we said this last year, but we didn't. I don't think we fully committed last year. Uh, like, we're committing this year. It's mm-hmm. happened. Gym memberships have been purchased. Like, we have started, you know. like There's a financial commitment. There is a motherfucking financial commitment that yeah. we made. Yeah. Only, you know, it's it sucked over the last month because Sarah got completely ill. Um, I threw out my back. So that's kind of taken, and then, taken some time, <laughs> time away that, from it. And the ice storms and everything. Right. But now we're, we're back in charge and we're back on in the action. And, you know, we want to start eating right as part of this as well. And Sarah today actually bought bought food for today 
for the two of us. And this is what I'm saying is this is a Sarah diet. Maybe we should ask Sarah questions about this because you do kind everyone of everyone respects my opinion when it comes you to, do, to diet tips. The thing is, the thing about you is when you say something that you think is real, you will just cling to that mm-hmm. for, for life or death. You will cling to that. Like, nope, this you is how it is. Me. No. You're like, oh, no, there's such a thing as a hot dog diet. Nope, this just makes sense. That's what it is. I read somewhere online or whatever it is that you come up with. And now it's Sarah brought in this food today so that we can eat right. And it's some kind of a frozen meal. Well, I didn't know because we don't have, I didn't have a lot of money. And I'm like, all right, I need something that's kind of affordable because I can't go and buy like some, you know, like giant, you know, veggie or like a glamorous salad for $9. Like that's just not in my budget. Well, no, but you can also make a salad for less than $9. You cannot make a salad, but you have to buy all the stuff. You cannot make a good, delicious salad for less than $9 probably. I, I highly disagree with that. Well, what do you get? You get like craisins and... Yeah. That's what you get, like lettuce and craisins? Lettuce and craisins, yeah. And then, uh, then I'll throw in some, some chicken, a little bit of chicken in there. Okay. Yeah, that's a delicious salad. Mm. But anyway, Sarah brought in this food, and I swear, I don't think this is actually this is actually food. It's this frozen meal where the, the uh, meat, whatever unknown meat substance is in it's there. It's not an unknown meat substance. It's actually meat. Here, I should have grabbed the thing. Okay, I'm not sh- It's not really meat. It's a... Um, chunk of there's little chunks of like chewy brown things in it no it's not chunks of chewy brown things hi weirdo it's called meat it's called yeah, italian sounds, sausage I'm telling, I'm telling you, that is not italian sausage no and it's this, custom italian sausage and premium beef uh, according to the package premium beef with uh with pasta classic tomato sauce and topped with mozzarella cheese it's a source of high protein 35 grams of protein uh-huh Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Of uh, rubber. So anyway, that's what she brought in, and, and that's what uh, she's got to make. So, so Sarah, if you're going to lead, say you're going to lead the this side of the Fun Employment Radio health plan here on how to get better, how do you propose that we eat well? Like, is this one of the things? Well, what I first propose is if the... I decide to get us our, our delicious food for the day, you should probably shut the fuck up about it and just eat it and be happy <laughs> be a little soldier well i i ate it kind of i <laughs> no, ate you some didn't. of it no you didn't you're like oh it's chewy across <laughs> from me well what else would you recommend i was trying all right so the reason why i picked that was because greg and i did have a debate on the phone because we have been trying so like sometimes we'll get um, I'm just admitting this. We'll get those bags of burritos. Like it, it comes. You'll with buy the bag of burritos. No, oh, I've never purchased you, one. I will buy them with our community funds for the studio because that is our when we're working and it's our food. And they're like three dollars for like eight of them. Um, so I bought them. So I was going to, and I called Greg. I'm like, hey, you know the burritos that we like are kind of high in protein. And Greg was like, I don't think that they're very good for you. Which they're totally not good for you, but they're very delicious. Uh huh. And um. And so I was like, or we don't have to eat that, or we can, you know, f- try and find something healthier. So this was the healthier alternative that I was able to find. Okay. And it's low in saturated fat and high okay. in protein. All right. I was just, I was just asking. I thought you were going to. No, I want to help. Yeah. I just don't know. I just don't kind of really know what I'm doing. Plus, like, I don't want to like not eat enough because I'm, you know, I do exercise and walk around a lot, and I don't want to like pass out. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just asking because, I mean, it seems like you you seem to know what it is that you're talking about. Well, you already brought up one of my most famous diets, which is the hot dog diet, which is definitely high in protein. Okay. So Mm. you would recommend a hot dog diet? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's it's like the Adkins, but more delicious. Definitely the hot dog diet. Okay. So, so if we're, we're working on this for this year, so you're sub- proposing the frozen uh, rubber meat and then also the hot dog diet. Well, maybe we don't need to... the frozen rubber meat. You want to go do... to a straight hot dog diet? <laughs> you know, I like the hot dogs. Um, I, I still need to, I, it's kind of a work in progress because I need to kind of work out our uh, diet plans. Mm hmm. So I can like write okay. them down, and we in can all fairness, it out. you know, budget is definitely a concern. But I don't uh, I'm imagining not that. Like, if you were to come out with a plan, maybe for everybody else, who who everybody who listens to this show, and we could all do that diet. So you'd have like all hot dogs one day. Like, what would be a, a diet for the next day? Like, what would be what would be dinner? Like, well, that's what I out, do too. Is plan like... out a day of meals, maybe. Oh gosh! Like because you know you see a lot of these places where it's um, it's being mentioned in the chat, like HelloFresh and Blue Apron, where they send in the meals. Which, yeah, maybe we should get a hold of them. Uh, but they send you meals, and then you put them together. Like, if we were to do a Fun Employment Radio one, well, what would Sarah... you have to put Sarah... them together? Well, yeah, you get all the ingredients sent, and it's just the right ingredients. Yeah, you have to, like, turn on an oven or, or you know, 
cook a little bit. Uh-huh. I know this is perplexing. Sarah's not excited about this already. So what would you what would you send out? What would the Sarah Dillon Fun Employment Radio meals to your door look like? Oh my God! Well, I really do like uh, myself a good salad. Like, is budget an issue? Well, let's just say you send the ingredients. Like, what would they what would they get? Um. Well, they probably get some delicious stuff for some for some salads. I don't like. What don't, do you eat? What What did you eat for breakfast? I know that you like eating the sausages. This morning I had some oatmeal for breakfast. Okay, some some which oatmeal. Is, yes, some oatmeal. Then for lunch I had my. But um, what would you send them out though? The box of maple sausages because I know that you eat that sometimes. I know you eat that too. I'm not. I'm not disputing this. I'm trying to find out what these. I'm not going to send them a frozen thing of maple sausages. No, why I'd not? Like this a, is fresh to their door. This is what they would get to eat. Okay, well, no, I don't think that you should probably have greasy sausages every day. I mean, okay. even though they are delicious from time to time. Okay, all right. Um, so maybe a thing of oatmeal for the beginning of the day. Maybe this rubber meat noodle thing, which is okay, uh, rubber not meat very... noodles for lunch. <laughs> rubber meat noodles, um, and maybe for for dinner, maybe a healthy um, piece of fish. Is that what it is? Piece of fish. I, th- I feel like you're really trying greens. here, and you don't know what you're talking about. What would you send them? Fish and greens. Fish and green. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not that qui- not that quinoa stuff though. What is that? Quim- quinoa. Quim- <laughs> that stuff grosses me out. That texture, those little balls, they're so creepy. Oh, some of that's pretty good though. Oh, I don't like it at all. Some of it I actually don't mind. I don't, I don't like, like that tofu. texture. They have like little swirls in them. I don't like tofu. Like just plain tofu. I, that that texture really uh, disturbs me. See, it's being suggested here though. What about mac and cheese? What do you have for your snacks in between? You could I the thing with my diet would be everything in moderation. Like I don't feel like you should deny yourself so you have, like, something. like a little dollop of mac and cheese. Yeah, or? like you can have I mean seriously like it's not reasonable to be like all right and I'm never going to eat a piece of pizza again. I think mm-hmm. that that's I think that's unreasonable. Okay. And plus I don't like, I you know there are, like, cheat days that people talk about. I don't think there should be a cheat day. I think that you should just, if you want something, why don't you go ahead and have a little bit of it? I mean, don't eat the whole fucking cake, but, you know, have a little bite of cake if you want it. Okay. Just do it. It's so not Sarah's uh, medical opinion on, on... Being a half doctor, I think everything is in moderation. Uh-huh. That's mm. being asked about yogurt. Is that included uh, in That's your... more your jam. I don't know. You're the one I who am a yogurt street yogurt. I, I don't do really like yogurt. eat yogurt. Yeah, I'm a yogurt fan. That's true. I like the Greek yogurts. Those are the good ones. Well, what would you put in your box? Oh, what for what I would send? Yeah. Okay, so this is that's kind of wrapping it up. So, so they don't get any snacks on yours. Oh, they get um, a baggie of uh, goldfish crackers. A baggie of goldfish crackers mm-hmm. that they can parcel because out throughout they're the baked, day. not fried. So, so far, they get some... they have a delicious cheese taste to them. Not very many calories. You know, there's uh-huh. 160 calories in 55 of them. Okay. I well, know this. Isn't that sad? I know this off the top of my head. It is. Because I really, I, I do know. And they're delicious. Yeah. If you're getting a craving for like cheese and you want like a piece of pizza or like, for example, delicious macaroni and cheese, then just stop uh-huh. and have a handful of, of um, yeah, of goldfish crackers. Okay. All right. So there, there it is. There was, there'd be Sarah's plan. So if we had a fun employment radio one for me, <laughs> for my day, I guess I'll just go through what I actually do. So in the morning, um... You wake up in a panic. You have to make sure you train yourself to wake up in a panic that burns calories. So wake up in a panic thinking you forgot to do something. You're the worst. Nobody should take life advice from you and being calm. Well, no, that's how you burn weight, uh, burn, uh, burn calories. So wake up terrified you've forgotten something and that imagining even though you're waking up an hour ahead of time you're behind schedule so i'll get the blood pumping get yourself racing a little bit just just think you've forgotten everything but you can't remember quite remember what it is you've forgotten so uh get up like that run through your house up and down up and down up and down the stairs change change minds on what you want to wear a couple of times uh take a shower get ready to go forget to eat anything so just don't don't bother eating in the morning. You're burning oh, calories. This is even sadder when you say get it out to loud. work, and then realize, oh, I need to eat something because I'm starving right now. Uh, drink a cup of coffee, and then uh, steal a granola bar and have a granola bar. That'll that'll work. Usually the peanut butter ones, the peanut butter nature whatever they are, uh, peanut butter granola bars. Then um, forget to buy lunch. So find out whatever your whatever your coworkers bringing and say bring one for me too or. Um, the anxious diva diet by Greg Nibbler. Yeah, that's what Mr. Pinky. Forget saying. about lunch. Like you just you forgot lunch. And again, also let me say, like, and um, from an outside perspective, become completely unbearable. Just Drink nobody more wants to be around you. And Drink as you guzzle more, more coffee. coffee. Yeah. Drink more coffee. Because Did you even this is eat any of your food? Uh, actually, what I brought was some of my leftovers from yesterday. I ate some of that. I had a little bit of that left, so I actually did bring something. Um, and then the rubber. 
No, I ate like a quarter of your of the rubber food. Well, and it's just then that's the last time I will get us lunch. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, now. <laughs> Edward in the chat saying, this is kind of taking the fun out of food for me. Vicky says, Greg's blood pr- pressure must be off the charts. I had it tested not very long ago, and it was actually okay. Um, it was actually pretty good. But, yeah, if I keep this up, it's not going to be It's not gonna be good. No, no, you're not a young man anymore, Greg. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, you're right. You've got to start taking care of yourself. I I do. Well, and this is why I'm getting back to working out. You know, I that doesn't that has nothing to do with anything else. Of course, you're you're running around like a chicken with its head cut. Yeah, but off I'll look time. okay on the outside. The inside's just a mess, but I'll look okay on you're the outside. You're dying inside, but the outside yeah. looks sure looks pretty. Outside's looking good. Full uh-huh. head hair. Uh, so, so <laughs> don't jinx yourself, man. I know. I know. Yeah. No, I I know what's coming. Um. <laughs> I mean, you know, life is cruel. Although I'm hoping that science will work out something that'll solve this at some point. You can just get that before. spray hair stuff. I'm not going to get spray hair. Why not? You could just fill in the blanks. Well, I don't think I'm going to have blanks. I think it's going to go from the front back. Like, I don't, I don't have any bald spots in the back. Do you think it's going to be? I know, but in the front? Yeah, I think that's what's going to What do you think is happen. worse? Why do I think I'm going to keep my hair long? I'll just cover it up and I'll comb over. Eventually, if I have to, I'll comb it forward. Oh, uh, my dad had a wicked comb over when I was growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would, like, blow in the wind sometimes. Uh-huh. I and mean, then he eventually just cut that shit off. I mean, if it happens, it happens. The problem for me is if I do start uh, losing my hair, I can f- I've never seen my head shaved, but I can feel it, and it's real bumpy. I'm going to have a really ugly bald head is what I'm really fearing. Like, it's lumpy, and I banged it. You know, I, I knocked the back of my head four times when I was a kid. So I've got all these scars in the back, and it's covered up with hair, but there's parts that where hair doesn't grow. I don't want to hear about your body being covered up with hair. Yeah. See, so I'm just saying I'm going to have a real ugly head. I'm just going to have to start wearing wigs if it, if it happens. I'll start having different kinds of – I'll be able to change my hair every day, have a different wig. Mm-hmm. It's just going to have to be my look. You know, each time it'll be a little bit different. Um, so, yeah. So these are some of the things, you know, that I, I worry about. But regardless, this, back to your diet. Okay, so, yeah, actually – Spend an hour a day worrying about what's happening to you. Mm. That'll well, also you help burn some, some calories. I, I really feel like I could come up with something as a diet, but I just I didn't know like I was supposed to be doing it right now. I could write something up and and have it ready for you. Okay, all right. You're gonna prescribe one. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at eating not so bad sometimes. <sighs> When's the last time you turned on your stovetop at your apartment? Oh, the other day when boiled. I was making chicken noodle soup. Okay, so he heated up some chicken noodle soup. Mm-hmm. Okay, other than that, um, when I was do you making... still have shoes Actually, stored time, in your oven? No, I don't. The no, and I don't. I haven't done that in years. <laughs> that is not no. And the time before that was when I was actually making um, a delicious meal for my friend Deb, who had surgery, and so everyone uh, there was a big group of us who all took turns mm-hmm. making meals, and I made Deb uh, and her partner Roger a delicious uh, meal of macaroni and cheese with cut up hot dogs in it and they wrote me afterward because people are bringing them all different kinds of meals like I know because they're uh-huh. getting like some gourmet meals from people who are just like oh, I can cook and uh, Roger wrote me after and he's like that was the most perfect meal thank you Sarah I'm like yes <laughs> so yes Greg to answer your question I've used my stove a couple times in the past month Uh huh. so no I believe you face. okay alright absolutely you, you showed me yeah, you got me alright well then rounding out the rest of your day uh, work, 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 panic. Stop drinking coffee at about uh, 1 o'clock. And then um, just let the, the anxiety work you through the rest of the day. And then around 6 o'clock, remember, oh, crap, I haven't eaten and I'm starving. And then eat whatever you can find, which is clearly the best way to do it. And uh, whatever you've got in your house, throw something together. Go through your cabinet and be like, okay, that's not expired yet. Throw that in with this and then and a couple of other things. God, and, and you make fun egg. of me? And then, uh, and then eat that. And then, uh, and then go to bed. Yeah. And then wake up the next morning in a panic. And that's the best way. You know, that would be my diet system if I were to hand that out. Maybe there's room for improvement somewhere in there. So if you have any ideas. <laughs> it's being pointed out email. by our friend Courtney in the chat that Greg's, uh, Greg's diet is exactly opposite <laughs> of what you're supposed to do. It, it really is. Wow, Greg. So I'm going to work on that. All right.
No, I used to eat oatmeal every morning too. Oatmeal's a good starter. Oatmeal is a good starter because I used to have I used to have cereal every day and then I would mm-hmm. be starving within an hour. Yeah. And the same with like a bagel or like English muffin, but you know, with oatmeal, uh-huh. it sticks around for a little bit. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Two well, there we go. Up. There's a there's the start of it. So there's the absolutely useless radio information for you. Care packs that we'll be sending. Yes. All right. Speaking of useless information, let's get to this. Oh my god, I'm so, so excited about this. Part of uh, what Sarah and I talked about last week was, you know, in this uh Political climate, which we don't talk about politics here on the which, show. Which, I mean, but... we might have just been talking about some bullshit diets, but aren't you happy that we weren't talking about anything else? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we were talking about, um, you know, reaching out across the table here that we do this show at this for this podcast. And um, Sarah and I see similarly in a lot of things with life. But when it comes to entertainment and television shows, we could not be... Probably not be more polar opposite on We're, what we find enjoyable. Oh yeah, that's there's a lot. True. I mean, I, maybe, maybe there are we could some be more places polar. that we cross over. But there's some crossovers, a lot like of Arrested it, like, Development. That's a crossover. Arrested Development's a crossover. Um, uh, Seinfeld, Man in the High Castle, Man uh, in the High Castle. But I had to convince you to yeah, come to that. Uh, Curb your enthusiasm, Seinfeld. Like we have, like we have the same kind of humor when it comes to that. Like arrest. Um, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Sure. Yep. You're right. So yeah, yeah there is there is some crossover there. But when it comes, it's to it's more other like things, comedies that we get along with. Yeah. The most. Yeah. I would say so. Then that makes sense actually mm-hmm. that we would have the same sense of humor in that. Um, but when it comes to some of the other stuff, Sarah watches in particular a lot of shows that I would uh, never ever want to watch. But we decided, in the fairness, in the openness of understanding, mm-hmm. that we're going to be doing this new segment where she suggests a show that I have to watch. And you have to watch, I think, technically five episodes is what we said. Five? Okay. Do, do we want to make it five? Do we want to we make, can make it-, it five. You should watch... I know how many you've watched. Well, you're going to have to do it, too. I will. I already watched one. Okay. Well, it was really... Well, let me, okay. Let me explain, okay. too. Because originally... I had told Sarah the show she had to watch was The Wire. But here's the issue. It's on HBO. Sarah doesn't have HBO. So, but Sarah has Netflix. So I switched this out. Behind the scenes over the weekend, we switched out the shows. And I instead gave her the show Breaking Bad that Sarah had to watch. Mm-hmm. So Sarah had to start watching Breaking Bad. My show that I have to watch is Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl's music. So what did you think of it, Greg? So tell me about this. So you watched some episodes this week, and how many Gossip Girl episodes did you watch? I watched two episodes of Gossip Girl. No, wait, or did I watch three? No, I think, I, okay, I watched three episodes of Gossip Girl. <laughs> three episodes. How are you even here right now? How are you possibly not hooked at it at home? So I want to give like a little <laughs> review of it, of what I thought. And what this show is about. So for anybody who doesn't know, let me give you my impression of what Gossip Girl is. This is one of Sarah's favorite shows. How many times have you watched Gossip Girl all the way through? I want to say two, but it's probably more likely three. You've watched it from the beginning to the end. From the beginning to the end. How many seasons are there? I think six. I will not be watching six seasons of Gossip Girl. I can tell you that. It gets better and better, though, man. Um, I find that highly doubtful. <laughs> here's what I've here's what I've ascertained. I'm going to give you my what has happened here. So this show is about a group of... It's Okay, really quick to to ascertain. Vicky said, do you start with episode one? I watched episode one, two, and three. And here's how it worked. It is a group of highly entitled, rich, spoiled brats Mm -hmm. going to high school at a private school in New York, in Manhattan. Mm Mm-hmm. And there are different groups of these people. All of them are rich. All of them are come from either, oh, I'm the daughter of somebody who's a fancy designer and a fashion icon. Who's that? Uh, that is Blair. Is that correct? Blair. I am so proud of you. Yes, that is so, Blair Waldorf. There's Blair the brunette chick. Um, Blair the bitch. Blair. They're all bitches. They're all... Blair's they're the biggest all, bitch. Let me say this. They are all the most annoying, entitled people you've ever seen in your entire life, and you want to punch every one of them, even though there's different varying degrees of who's annoying at any given time, but they're all annoying. So there's Blair, who is the who's kind of the lead, I guess, uh, whose mom is a fashion icon. There's uh, her boyfriend, who's just the douchiest looking dude you've ever seen. I mean, he just screams pouty, entitled asshole. He kind of looks like, for, for a, kind of a sports 
reference. I'm going to find pictures of them and post them along in the chat so that people can see what they look okay. like. Okay. Um, I'm just, and I'm giving what this show is, and this is for anybody who hasn't seen it too. This will give you an idea of whether if you like this, then you'll, you'll probably want to watch it. Her boyfriend looks like, he looks like the acting version of Jay Cutler. Constantly this pouty, entitled face. Jay Cutler is the quarterback for the Chicago Bears, so if you, if you know who that is, then you'll know. It's this uh, you just want to like shut up, stop whining and crying about your dumb. stupid life. Sure, fine. Uh, then you have uh, there's a couple of other people here, and I'm going to get to the very worst one here in a second. You have so all of them are going to high school in in this a private school, mind you, in Manhattan. The gossip girl thing, I still don't even understand that concept, other than I guess it's a website, <laughs> and there's somebody voicing a so-and-so is back in town. It's Kristen Bell. What does that mean? Yeah, it's Kristen Bell's the narrator, but she's not in the show. I mean, it's just her voice narrating this thing. Like, oh my god, Nathan has his feelings for his ex-girlfriend. What does that mean? And then he goes through this, and so this is like these constant narrations throughout it. They always play way too much Way too much uh, late 90s, early 2000s music, like montages. It's full of montages, full of them, where that's being played in the background, unnecessarily so. You have the struggle and the problems that are that develop in this show. You haven't are, talked about the main girl. Uh, I'm, I'm still getting there. Oh, okay. Uh, are, the, are that these, you know, their, their struggles are basically that uh, so-and-so dated so-and-so, and then now that's causing a problem because somebody else came back into the picture and they had feelings before and one suspects that but the other one doesn't know that this is their, these are their big problems these are the big problems going on in their life then you have so there's there's the rich manhattan kids and then you have the ones that they try to make you feel sorry for which are the quote unquote poor kids of the show the poor kids live in a giant brooklyn um i must be a brownstone or something it's a huge space, but they live in Brooklyn and not Manhattan, yet they still go to private school in Manhattan. But the show tries to make you feel sorry for them because they're the poor kids in that even though they're going to what's probably a thousands and thousands of dollar uh, private school, they don't have quite as much money as the daughter of the fashion icon or the guy whose dad owns a hotel string. So they they yeah they play this like sad music around these kids, around the one the girl in particular. She went to go try on a dress that was you know probably more than my house, and she's like, well, I can't afford this, but I can probably make something that'll look like it. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so that's that's where they try to elicit the sympathy about the poor kids, uh, this girl and her brother. The girl, by the way, in real life. She's the lead singer of that band, Pretty Reckless. She grew up to be, um, you know, she's a pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's my style. Uh, but oh, anyway. She is. Wow. She is just extra. She went from one extreme to the other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Vicky says, Greg went into this with a closed mind. I, I didn't. I'm, ha- I'm telling you, this is what the show is about. I, am I wrong about anything so far? Mm, I mean, I, I think you're missing. I may be missing some, some stuff. deeper plot lines, but, but you're pretty on point. But I mean, that is what it's about. Oh, Chris is asking uh, Tim Riley like Gossip Girl, right? He did. Tim and I have talked about it. It's oh, it's hilarious. I'm going to get to the, the good right things. Mindset. Okay, I'll get to the good things. But I'm just setting the plot of this is what the show's about. Mm-hmm. So if at any point in this any of those things are a negative for you, you're not going to like this show. You're just not going to like it. Now the good things. Blake Lively is in it. Blake Lively <laughs> is quite attractive. I'll say this. Blake Lively is one of the most stunning women. She is. Yeah, she is. Uh, she is very nice to look at. Um, Blake Lively is, she kind of saves the show quite a bit. Um, there, and then it goes on, you know, and on and on about how entitled they are. Oh, they all hang out at a bar as well, which, because somebody's dad owns this bar. So it shows them having Manhattans, yet they're supposed to be 16 years old or something. Clearly they're all like 30. (laughs) Uh, so, so that's, that's kind of the setting. And then the, the different things happen within that. But let me say. Don't you have a favorite person? I've got two more things here. I'm going to say the good things about it, but I want to say the absolute worst thing about it and why I don't think I can watch this past the two more episodes I've guaranteed. And it is one character in particular, and it's this character by the name of Chuck Bass. This guy 
The way they treat him. I knew him, it. I told you. I'm like, you will not be able to handle Chuck Bass. I could handle the rest of the show and the characters except for this one character. This guy, not the actor, I mean, and, and he, you know, he's a good actor because I hate him so much. He has got the look of every entitled, spoiled, rich uh, person, kid who's done nothing in their life but inherit entire wealth. Like those uh, rich kids of Instagram, like those kind of kids. That's exactly what it's like. That's That's what this kid Uh is. And that's the character he is. And you want to reach through the television and strangle him. And I'm not a violent man, but I want to strangle him. And this guy, (laughs) this guy, I mean, in the first episode, he basically, basically, well, not even basically, he commits sexual assault. And twice, twice in one episode, he commits sexual assault. And yet they just say like, oh, whatever. That's just Chuck being Chuck. And so this kid just gets a pass on everything. He's the worst. The worst. The worst. No, I just can't stand even looking at this guy. So there is that. That that part, that is the reason why I don't think I can go on uh, No, you wouldn't be able to because I have to say throughout the seasons, his poor little rich boy uh, storyline is ridiculous. Yeah. See, and I just, I don't think I can Because they make him more empathetic and I mean, and I I love it. I fucking love it. But Mm -hmm. I mean, like, but it is just like, where he's like, oh, maybe he is the way he is because of the way he was, you know, brought up. Like, they really do a good job of trying to make you feel bad for these spoiled, entitled, like, rich men. A bad person's a bad person. Now, the good things about the show... If you're looking for that kind of a storyline, if you're looking for something where it's just silly, uh, ridiculous plot lines about <laughs> about relationships and so-and-so slept with him and she didn't know about it, and oh my God, the life life is ending, it's pretty good. It's entertaining. It's shot well. It's I mean, you get some really cool pictures of New York. Because it's uh, all filmed in New York, which is one of the things that I really liked about it. Um, it's all on the streets of New York. Everybody on the show is very pretty looking. They're, they're all very attractive people. Uh, every one of them. Um, ridiculously so. Kristen says the whole show seems like cruel intentions, but six seasons long. That is exactly spot fucking on. That is exactly on. And that's why I loved it because Cruel Intentions is like one of the greatest movies ever. Okay. If you like Cruel Intentions, then yeah, it is. It yes, is like that. That's, that's perfect. But I like Cruel Intentions, but I don't think I could watch six seasons of Cruel Intentions. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to. From, comes down to for me, I could tolerate the rest of it. But that character of Chuck Pass, I got me so pissed watching this show. I don't think I can do. I will watch the two more episodes that I promised mm-hmm. I would. But that's it for me. Okay, that's it. Well, you did. Okay, I'm really proud of you that you. This did is me reaching three. across, and I'm trying to see things through your eyes. And I'm doing Ooh. the same thing. All right, so you've I've actually like tried to not watch Breaking Bad because for the premise to me has always just seemed really depressing. And I know that everyone says like, oh, it's such a great show, it's such a great show, you know, and it's won tons of awards. And I know it's a great show. I'm not saying it's not a great show. Uh huh. So I did indeed watch. Uh, I watched one episode so okay. far. I watched yesterday. I'm going to watch more tonight when I'm working. Do you want to give your some today or tomorrow? Because, I mean, one episode, you don't uh, really get a chance to really understand what's happening. That's true. All right. And I will give it some more because right now I just find it goddamn depressing. Well, I'll, I'll say this about Breaking Bad. And this is why we said five episodes for each one. Yeah. Um, we can debate, you know, whether it's three to five. But uh, we said five for this one. Breaking Bad, it takes a couple of episodes because there's a lot going on. And there's a lot of different facets. It all gets explored throughout the series. But you, it's kind of an overload. It really first. is because I was kind of overwhelmed mm-hmm. at how I it made me I felt and plus I have to say I don't you won't see this I know you've seen my dad before but mm-hmm. he looks exactly Walter White looks like my dad when I was in high school like this he had the same glasses my dad has the same mole on his face the same uh-huh. mustache it's it throws me off and that's also why I haven't watched it because he reminds me so much of my dad um, I'll give you a couple of things with that one. The longer the season, the longer the series goes, he's not going to remind you. Okay, of your because dad. right now all it looks is like a, like a really sad guy who looks like my dad. He is a very sad guy. Yes, and it's awful. And I was like, yeah. I don't want to watch this. Yeah, it's and it, it is. It's a difficult show, but it's so good, and there's some moments that are just so amazing. 
But that's my opinion. I mean, I'm going to leave it up to you for your opinion. I would just say give it give it a couple more episodes. Okay. To really, it'll slow down and you'll start to understand. All right, because I feel like it was a lot like coming at they you pack all in, at once. Because I tried when I first started started trying to watch Breaking Bad, I had that same thing. Like years ago, I was like, "All right, everybody's talking about this. Well, I'll give it a watch." And I watched the first episode. I'm like, "I don't even get what's going on here. There's so much happening, and it was just confusing." I mean, I guess it's not a spoiler, but like you find out this guy is like riddled with cancer, and then he's like, "Doesn't." Well, the basic premise is, yeah, he's. I mean, everyone knows the premise and then so he decides and then to start starts yeah math. but i mean he's also and it's sad because he's working like you know 17 jobs to try and pay the it, it's just awful yeah. i was like oh god this is too real but i all right keep watching i'm keeping watching i'm gonna keep, keep watching. watching it will uh it will get <sighs> it will be it will make more sense no okay. i'm not gonna say this you know i watch sad shows that's the difference between I you and i that's why shows. i like to watch my bubblegum shows because i like to because i think that's the underlying Difference. That is difference. the difference because I think there's so much sadness and you know depression out there anyway. Like I might as well just escape reality and watch a whole bunch of like rich bitches in New York go to public like private school and sleep with each other and, and try and fair. murder each other. It's awesome. And that's fine. And that's that's what and that's why I'm trying to watch what you watch to get an idea of what that's about. You know, I watch my depressing, uh, sad, violent shows or historical dramas. Um, but I think there's value in both of them. So that's why I'm. That's why I'm reaching across. I'd say give <laughs> give it a couple of more episodes. All right, Nipples is saying, wait, aren't you watching a show about Nazis winning World War II? That is true. And that, I know it's fairly, it's fairly, it's, it's starting to get closer to what reality feels like. But in all fairness, that is a, it is a, it's an alternate like universe kind of thing. So I can kind of separate myself mm-hmm. from that. I mean, and plus, what happened was so awful. Anyway, it's just it, it's it feels. We're talking about to me. the man in the high castle, the man in the high castle, which I also recommended to you. No, I well, you, you described it to me. And oh, I, I deserve to credit it. for that. I, you described it, and I'm like, hmm. I, I made like the how you're taking this <laughs> this helm of. <laughs> I found this show, The Man of the High. <laughs> oh no, I didn't find it. No, I know you've been watching it. You told me about it, but you kept saying that it was a really sad show, and I wouldn't like it. And you didn't tell oh, me. It any, is a sad. And show. you didn't tell me anything else about it. I didn't know that it was like an alternate timeline kind of thing, <laughs> which is interesting. All right. Okay. Hello, my Let's friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome. my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, you know I like any study that has to do with dogs. There's been a new Scottish study that has come out with some conclusive evidence that suggests that dogs are more partial to reggae music than to any other kind of music. Really? Dogs like, are. What, like, how are they partial to it? All right, well, a Scottish study looking at how music affects dogs' behavior and moods suggests that they are indeed partial to reggae over classical music and other different kinds. So researchers from the Scottish SPCA at the University of Glasgow said they studied the psychological and behavioral effects that different genres of music had on dogs. Uh, Now, Neil Evans, who's a professor of integrative uh, physiology at the University of Glasgow, said the researchers played reggae, soft rock, pop, Motown, and classical music for several test dogs while they were there. Uh, so overall, the response for the different genres was mixed, highlighting the possibility that, like humans, canines have their own individual music preferences. But that being said, reggae music and soft rock... What, soft rock? Like, uh, like what? Hold me now. Okay. It's hard for me to say I'm sorry. Okay. Like soft like rock Kenny and reggae. Kenny Loggins kind of stuff are we talking about? Sure. Or The um, Doobie Brothers? The Doobie Brothers. Well, the Doobie Brothers are more classic They're rock. They're more classic rock, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking of like Kenny G or... Um, Kenny Richard, G? Like Richard Marks. Richard... Okay, there we go. All right, that kind like of Like Richard Marks is the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Best example, I'd say. Well, Chicago 1990s. from the 80s. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Uh, so the response was, yeah, reggae music most of all, and soft rock was in a second showing the highest positive changes in behavior for dogs. So the explanation uh, for why... Canines might prefer reggae and soft rock. Is this? There's so evident. Uh, there's some evidence that from work in humans that suggests that the relaxing effects of music are related to the aspects of tempo or repeated mm-hmm. patterns that can uh, be present in music. The reggae and soft rock have um, that more overtly expressed. So okay, which is why dogs like it better. I mean, reggae. Good reggae has got a nice little beat to it. It's soothing. It's relaxing. All right. So where they're uh, where they're actually testing these dogs is at a shelter in Glasgow, uh, both Glasgow and Edinburgh. And they're currently uh, piping the music directly into dogs' kennels as they're waiting to get adopted. So once uh, they figure out what kind of music the dog likes, the dog gets to hang out in their kennel and listen to their, and listen favorite, to their favorite music until they find their forever <laughs> home, which is kind of amazing. Uh, Frito Lay, 
I saw this because it's because of the potato chip thing. Frito Lay has now unveiled something for Super Bowl Sunday, which was happening last weekend. Ah, yes. I, I don't. You might not know what the Super Bowl is. I'm. It's uh, the Puppy Bowl. Puppy Bowl Sunday. That's what it is. It's not. I don't know what this Bolo de Super is. Right. Uh, but Frito Lay has unveiled a Tostitos bag that they're calling Party Safe Bag for the Super Bowl that detects whether or not the holder has been drinking. By breathing on the bag, have you heard of this? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty cool. So the limited edition party safe Tostitos bag, uh, designed by Goodby Silverstein and Partners, contains a sensor connected to a microcontroller that detects trace amounts of alcohol on a person's breath, turning the front of the uh, turning the front of the bag red and showing an image of a steering wheel and the message "Don't drink and drive." Uh, the bag also flashes. A car service code that contains technology that allows the holder to tap their phone and order a car service to pick them up for $10 off after the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you should not be driving on Sunday anyway. Well, no, and that's the thing. If you're eating the chips and you're you're using the bag of Tostitos to decide whether or not you should drive home. You're not making good decisions. Probably shouldn't <laughs> drive home. I mean, plus you're going to trust that. Like, no, nah, the chip said it was fine. Like, you're driving home and you get pulled over. Like, no, Officer Tostitos said I was fine. <laughs> my bag of Tostitos said I breathed on my Tostitos and it said I could drive. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can look that up online and find out if you can find one near you. But please don't let a bag of Tostitos tell you if you should drink a drive. I if want you, a bag. If you drink, don't drive. I, I definitely like want a bag easy. of them. Hmm? If somebody has a bag, they would be able to send us. That would be awesome. That would be kind of amazing. Yeah, I would love to see someone. Someone gave me a um, like a take-home breathalyzer when I was out like there because they had like a bunch of them. They're like, hey, why don't, I'm, I'm saving that for a special occasion since I am walking to the Super Bowl party I'm going to. Maybe I'll use it for that day. To decide if you should walk or not? No, no, to use it because I, I have the... I have the breathalyzer thing, and I don't know what to do with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't know. I can I, I can glue it to the front of a chips bag that you'll inevitably be eating out of the front of, and then you can feel like you're ho- you have your own Tostitos bag. Thank you. That would be that would be amazing. You're very welcome. China just celebrated their Lunar New Year, and uh, single people are often subjected when they go to visit their families for the New Year's holiday uh, to t- tough lectures from relatives who are trying to reinforce the importance of marriage and securing their family bloodline by finding a partner. This is in China? This is in China. They have a real big stigma about being single, don't mm-hmm. they? Well, like this it's, is... a, it's a big issue there. Well, there are lots of smartphone apps, including uh, one that I'm going to talk about here, that people are now using to pay for dates, such as pretending to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend for over the holidays, that they'll basically rent the person so that they show up and be like, look, mom, I'm not alone. So singles resort to hiring fake girlfriends and boyfriends to appease their parents. So uh, one of the founders of the Date for Hire app, Hire Me Please, his name is uh, Chow Tiantain. He says, over a thousand users on our platform has signed up as Dates for Hire over the New Year's break. Now, uh, subscribers to the app pay as little as 15 cents or one won. Is that how you say it? Won. Won. Uh-huh. Uh, to 2,000 won an hour for a dinner date, a chat, a game of mahjong, or even a foot massage. Now, prices surged around the time of the Lunar New Year with thousands of attractive 20-somethings, commanding fees of uh, 3,000 to 10,000 won a day. What's the uh, won to uh, dollar? Uh, it says one won is uh, 15 cents. Okay. Oh. That's not bad. No, so uh, women were flocking to this to uh, pretend to be the girlfriends for all these people who are trying to, you know, bring home somebody for for the holidays. So apart from Hire Me Please, there are other five major date hiring apps in China, which make their money by taking a cut from the hires and also for subscription fees. Uh, so there's no sexual relations involved in this whatsoever. Right. Wink, wink. <laughs> it doesn't. No, it's just mahjong and foot rubs, Greg. Uh-huh. Gotta get I'm your mind sure out of it there's better. not an extra... This says the date rental business has become a multi-billion dollar market over the past five years in China. Since it's launched in 2015, Hire Me Please has garnered a user base of 700,000 people. Hire Me Please. Do they, they don't have it here in the U.S., I'm no, assuming. No, they don't. Uh, so I guess it, it has 1.7 million followers. Oh, on... yeah, it is. It's yen. Yeah, sorry. Yen? I was thinking of Korean. Isn't it, isn't it one... Y-O-U-N? Or uh, Y-A-U-N? Yeah, I feel silly about that. Is it yen? Yeah, it is. No. No, that's Japanese is yen. Yeah, this is y- uh, Y-U-A-N. I think it's won for Chinese. 
All right, let's we'll figure this out. We'll get to the bottom of this. Well, I also learned that uh, China's biggest social mobile media network is uh, WeChat, which I guess I don't know if we have that here in the states. Well, in Florida, a Florida man hasn't really done anything wrong. I actually would go to this. Uh, he's called himself, he's the self-appointed Burger King, has the world's largest collection of hamburger merchandise, totaling more than 3,000 different hamburger-themed items. I kind of want, I would want to see this. So I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce this correctly. Oh, it's okay. All right, well, this guy's name is Harry Spurl. Uh, all of his friends know him as Hamburger Harry. And he holds the Guinness record for the largest collection of hamburger-related items with 3,724 items in his Daytona Beach, Florida home. Uh, he also has, so his favorite item, he says, is a hamburger Harley, where it's a motorcycle shaped like a hamburger, and it's a Harley Davidson. Does it actually work? Yes. He says, uh, it's one of my favorite items in my collection because I can take it out and show it off. So in addition to the burger-shaped motorcycle, his massive collection also contains a $3,500 cheeseburger waterbed, which is awesome. That's pretty badass. Uh, Happy Meal cheeseburger toys and burger posters. Now, uh, his obsession began 26 years ago when he bought five fake hamburgers for a photo he intended to use to sell a vintage car tray to use at drive-in food establishments. That's a pretty big obsession to start from buying five fake cheeseburgers yeah. for a photo shoot. Now, he has almost 4,000 different uh, hamburger cheeseburger-shaped items. He said his prolonged passion for hamburger memorabilia stemmed from his belief that the burger represents the core of American culture. Is this guy on the app that you can hire him to be a fake date for the... Oh, my parents would be so impressed uh, now that he has obtained the world <laughs> let record. Let me tell you about cheeseburgers. Well, let me tell you this. Now that he's obtained the world record for collecting burger merchandise, uh, Hamburger Harry hopes to construct a burger-shaped museum in Florida to share his collection with the world. That means that we would absolutely have to make a trip. Well, of course, we'd have to go see Port St. Lucie, duh. And then we'd have to go to the Hamburger Museum. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Do, are waterbeds still a thing? Do people still have waterbeds? I think they do. I had a friend in high school who had a waterbed. That's about the last person I know. Uh, now that I think about it, I don't think I know anybody I remember, else with waterbed. Like growing up, the people that I, I knew think that I had, had a cousin who had one. The people I knew that who had, when I was growing up who had waterbeds, like they're Rooms were always very, like, cold. Yuan. What? Yuan. Yuan. Okay, so it's not yen and it's not Wan. It's a combination of the two. All right, there we Yuan. go. Yuan. Okay. This is important to me. I know Sarah doesn't care about this stuff. I, I wanted to make sure we pronounced it right. I would care about it just as much after the show. With waterbeds, the only people that I knew with water, like, this, is this ring true to you? Like, waterbed people always had, like, fish tanks and the rooms were always like a little cold mm, I feel like it's more like a hamster kind of thing a hamster thing hamsters are birds well, I, I had a couple friends who have had waterbeds over the years and they always it was just very I don't know like more of a sterile environment just like lots of like either a snake or fish mm, some sort of like fish kind of thing possibly yeah yeah all right. But definitely, I mean, I think I would go for a waterbed, except for the fact that I'm upstairs. I would, I think maybe you would they'd not need be to able come to back. get a water. Do you know? How- no, you can get it up there. Then you just fill right, it with because water. Because you are so clumsy, you would pop that thing and then you'd flood your house. Well, that's why I said I wouldn't do it. I would like to get a waterbed, though. I think that maybe it's time for those to come back. Those they went away because they're horrible for your back, and you have a bad back, and that would be the worst thing for you. See, you want to double your electric bill, but don't you just fill it with water and then you just leave it? I thought so. I don't know. Doesn't the water get moldy, though? No, because it's sealed. Right. I thought you just fill it with water, and then that's it. Like, the water doesn't go anywhere. Do you have to heat the water? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to get a water bed. You're That'd be not going to cool. get a water bed. And mirrors. No, I'm not going to do the mirrors. But I'll, I'll definitely get a water bed. Oh, you have to heat the water. The water needs to be heated. I didn't know that. I thought you could just... Uh, see, only if you want it to freeze. Why would it freeze? Like, my house isn't going to get to freezing level. Keep my house warmer than that. Are you sleep on like a slushy? That sounds awful. Greg, you're not going to go waterbed. Nobody knows. Nobody I kind of want a waterbed. Water no. All right, and finally, a story out of West Virginia, Charleston, West Virginia. A man by the name of Kerry Johnson has been arrested and will now be serving between five to 18 years in prison after he decided to leave a casino that he was currently gambling at 
Go rob a bank down the street, take the winnings, and come back to gamble some more. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the 52-year-old pleaded guilty to second-degree robbery for a robbery of a bank in Charleston, West Virginia. Authorities say that Kerry Johnson was gambling at the Mardi Gras Casino when he got up from the blackjack table and put a $25 chip to hold his spot. Johnson then went to a bank and down the street, gave a note to a teller saying that he had a bomb and a weapon. Johnson left the bank with $5,000 only to go directly back to the casino, which of course, you know, has a ton of cameras and things to identify oh, yeah. him with, um, and resume his blackjack game. According uh, to reports, Johnson was arrested the next day, next day after detectives received an anonymous tip and then looked at the footage. After researching his re- residence, investigators found a yellow legal pad matching the paper used for the robbery note, as well as a hat similar to the one worn by him in the surveillance video. Detectives also found a large amount of money stuffed into his couch. They recovered $500 of the stolen money. Dude, that guy gambled $4,500 of that money away. Wow. They only found 500 I mean, it's easy if you if you do it quick like that. Uh, at the hearing, Johnson said that he told the judge that, well, he'd taken a few drugs the day of the robbery and wasn't quite sure if that was him, but then he recognized himself after seeing himself in the surveillance oh, video. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Uh, so he's sentenced to somewhere between five and eighteen years Wait, in so he prison. Ratted himself out? Yeah, I guess. Well, somebody. I mean, it's on camera. So. Somebody ratted him out. Then he came in. He saw the surveillance video, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's me." So I mean, don't. It, wow. It just doesn't seem. Hold my place at the casino while I go and rob a bank, mm-hmm. and then come back with the stolen money. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the brightest of light bulbs there. Wow. And there you go, my friends. There you have it. That's my world of crazy. So I wonder where you would get a waterbed right now. Greg, stop talking about a goddamn waterbed. I could be pretty sweet. So if you're saying the waterbed person's also a snake person? Like the reptile kind of person? Yeah, I remember like whenever I was around somebody in the 90s, like they were always the people who had like... The cool person. No, they really. weren't cool. They weren't cool. Like lots of... Oh, I'm trying to just... I wish I could put it into words. Just a very sterile kind of person. Like a... Um, you know, somebody with, like, an old-timey, like, computer on their desk and, like, lots of pencils in a cup and just... What? Computers and pencils? What does that have I to do with know. the waterbed? I don't know. It just is reminding me of just the, just the waterbed people. Everything was just kind of cold. Like, waterbeds are cold to the touch. And you'd sit in there and it's just... I think they're, like, the life of the party if you have a waterbed. Like, I think that's that screams, like, hey, this... This person likes to have a good time. Like, they're, uh... You know, they don't play by the normal rules with your mattress beds. I think... I think that it could be... You know, if I got a waterbed, A, that would make me stand out, which is pretty cool. And then, you know, and maybe we have waterbed people who, who listen to the show. Maybe you can let us know if you're a waterbed person and you can tell us about it and tell us about the lifestyle. Because I think I, this is a whole lifestyle thing I could get into. You start talking there to other a, people. I think there is a waterbed lifestyle. Yeah. And they always have, like, the shelves above their bed, too, and it has yes, weird, like... Yes, you have like, to have shelves. But weird knickknacks, like those ones that, like, like the silver balls that you can, like, click back and forth. Like, things that aren't, like, very personal, but it seems like they're trying to decorate the room as if they have, like, a human random, thoughts. A random statue. Like yeah. Like a Chinese statue. Like a, tri- like, or... a, like a pyramid paperweight. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. No, like, some... That's all I can see. Like, oh, really and any, a lava like, lamp. Personal and... pictures. Oh, man, I could get a lava lamp. There's a lava here. lamp. And it has to be, like, very cold in there. Why do you think it's cold? It's, it's not going to be cold. It's so impersonal. I'm going to think it's just... more going to be like a sauna in there no. because if I'm going to have some reptiles, I got to keep it warm. So I'll get, I don't know if I want a snake, but I'll get like a, a lizard of some kind. I'll have like a few things of lizards. And, uh, oh, the girls are going to come around and great. That's what I mean. It's like, going to hey, be you like, you want to come to my converted ooh, attic dangerous. in Southeast Portland full of lizards? Yeah, but it'll be like a party palace up there. And so I'll have my waterbed. Like I'll have palace. like some, some good mood lighting. I'll have my pyramid uh, weight, paperweight, and then uh, a bunch of lizards. You know, and I'll have a good sound system with plants up there. I'll get, well, I'd have no light up there. You know what so else no you need? Light. You need a framed poster. I'll have fake plants. You need a framed poster, but on the outer edges of, of the Pink picture. Floyd. No, not of Pink Floyd. No, yeah, it's, it's going to be, be of Floyd. like a of like a race car, but around the edges, it's all like checkerboard, and it's going to be framed. It's going to be right above, right above your waterbed. A race car, maybe. I think more. It's got to be some music thing. I think a Pink Floyd thing would be good. That'll fit with this. No. And then, um, oh man, what else could I have in there? This is this is actually sounding pretty awesome. Track lighting. I got to have some track lighting. This is going to be great. So, so if you have a waterbed for sale. Let me know. By the way, you can look at it. I'm looking at it online right now. There's a, let's see, waveless waterbed mattress, 300 bucks. You know who I'm thinking of? You know who is a waterbed person? Oh, free basic waterbed mattress, 59.99. Oh, gross. Greg, 
waterbed person. Look at me, Greg. Mm-hmm. Eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Elaine and David Duchovny. Yes. From next door. Uh huh. That's what I picture waterbed people like. You mean like the coolest lifestyle ever? The, or the coldest, like saddest lifestyle ever? Yeah, but it's Elaine. I mean, she's hot. So then we'd have that. Um, oh, Mr. Jenke in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live notes that you need black light posters. Totally need some black light posters. Something with a little bit of velvet on it. I don't think you it. should ever have a black light in your room. And then also like the star, like the glow in the dark stars. So when you turn off the light, it looks like there's a Yeah, Vicky's asking how, how would anyone know that you have a waterbed? Are you going to take pictures of your waterbed and then show it to people? I'll talk out? about it. I mean, if you have a waterbed, you got to talk about it a lot. And then I'll, then I'll keep people will be curious. Be oh like, my God. Yeah, Between the waterbed and your metal detector, I think you, you are the catch of the century. Why don't you check out my uh, galaxy ceiling? Because when you turn off the lights, it's a full galaxy if you like the stars. And, you know, we'll have a cocktail and take a look at the, at the stars from my room. And then we'll go up there and, and then I'll have my waterbed and I'll be like, oh, this is nice. I picture you, know, you what kind of a, lizards a, a do you plas- have? Like, a fake... like, oh, I have a few different kinds of lizards. Actually, you have a f- you're gonna have to have a fake plastic plant in the corner of your room that you're gonna need to dust once a week. Well, yeah, that's because I don't have any light in my room because it's a converted attic. So mm. I have I have a lot of plants, and I'll have the speakers like set up around there. I'll just slowly like I'll have a remote control for them. I'll just like turn it on, and it'll it'll turn up to some so- some soft rock, you know, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, this is gonna be pretty cool. A mini bar, Ben said. Yes, a mini bar with a little mini fridge up there. I'm going to be pretty badass. This is going to be pretty cool. I'll have to get some more knickknacks. All right. Anyway, that's my waterbed fantasy. Wow. Thank you for bringing us all with you on that. It's going to be great, everybody. If you want to check out my waterbed and my uh, galaxy ceiling, it's going to be pretty cool. (laughs) Pretty cool. Cammy says, better find all your silk dragon shirts. Yeah. I'll have to go back to the silk shirts again. Might need to grow a ponytail. All right, anyway, um, let's do a little bit of ball talk. Oh, you we've got want to some, do some? Yeah, we've got some ball talk stuff we have to get to. Okay. Because uh, I know there's there's some there's some things going on this mm-hmm. week. There are things. Things and stuff. Sorry, I'm also getting reused to this computer, so everything's a little mixed up. And <laughs> here we go. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, a few different things and balls. We're going to get to the... Uh, Big action this weekend, this coming weekend. But first, let's talk about some things from last weekend. And of all things I never thought I would be talking about, I'm going to do this. It has to do with the NHL All-Star celebrations. Oh, the boy. NHL had their All-Star celebrations over this last weekend. And um, a couple of things of note happened during the game. One of which had to do with the national anthem at the actual all-star game. So usually, you know, they get a big celebrity for these things. It works the same, same way for the NBA and Major League Baseball. You have big celebrity participants. And for this one, for the uh, national anthem, they were supposed to have pop sensation group Fifth Harmony. Fifth Harmony. I don't know who that is. Um, I'm not sure. Either. I think I the ones that, that I think they're the ones that sing like "Baby, I'm worth it." Yeah, baby, I'm oh, that's worth catchy. It. I'm worth it. That's my impression. Anyway, they got sick right beforehand. One of them fell ill and they could not perform. Apparently, the other there's like three of them in there. Maybe there's five of them. There'll probably be five. If it's you would think. Anyway, well, one of them got sick, and the rest of them apparently weren't able to carry the tune to sing it without her. So they had to cancel at the last second. They had nobody else to sing except for one girl who happened to be on um, their ice team. So they have the, the basically they're the crew, part of the ice crew is what they're called, the ice crew for the LA Kings, which is where it was taking place. And they clean the ice, you know, in between periods and make sure everything's running correctly. So it's the ice crew. And there's a woman on the ice crew by the name of Courtney. And they're like, hey, um, and she had twice before in random things, she sang the national anthem. She, they gave her a call and said, hey, we need you to sing. So she had 13 minutes of notice that she was going out to sing the national anthem for the NHL All-Star Game. And so I've got part of it right here. Incredibly, a member of your LA Kings high crew is available to sing the United States national anthem. So this girl, 13 minutes of notice. Please welcome Courtney Daniels. Say, can you see 
As you can tell by this, there's not going to be a moment where she screws up because she nailed it. Wow. Like, that's really, awesome. really good. So, uh, Courtney Daniels is her name. Yeah, works on the ice crew. 13 minutes of notice. And uh, and killed it. Okay, Keelan just did it for you. Whoa. Whoa. I know. I thought there was going to be a screw up, but there was not a screw up. I listened to the whole thing. I'm like, oh, nope. She's actually, she's actually just good. I'm going to make up for it now. All right. Somebody else who performed during the uh, skills competition on national television in front of the live audience of everybody was Snoop Dogg. They asked Snoop Dogg to perform. And I'm just going to play the live coverage of Snoop Dogg's performance on television in front of children everywhere when they brought him out. All stars! <laughs> Snoop Dogg gives no fucks about censoring that. Why? I mean, my God, he's been fucking rad for decades now. Oh, yeah, no. It's like, you know you're getting He's Snoop just Dogg. as cool now as he was when I was 15, <laughs> a little white girl in the suburbs being like, woo! No. He's a lottie dottie. Dude, Snoop Dogg's just fucking awesome. I was trying to think about that. Celebrities that I would like to hang out with for just one night. Like, Snoop Dogg's gotta be high on the list. Oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg's up there. Lil John would probably be fun to hang out with too. Not as cool as Snoop Dogg. Oh, Dogg. he's creepy. No. Lil jo- no, I bet Lil John's a lot uh-uh. of fun to hang out with for one night. I'm talking about like for a four hour evening. No, Snoop Dogg, hands down. Oh, Snoop Dogg definitely wins out of the two. But I'm saying like of the list of celebrities that would just be fun to just be around for a, for a few hours, Snoop Dogg is. Right now, I can't think of anybody else higher. I mean, just to just to live that, whatever it is he does, just listen to him talk for four hours. Mm. Yeah. All right, anyway, there we go, Snoop Dogg. And uh, let's move on to this, though. In uh, the world of ball talk, there's not going to be much that you're going to hear hear about more this week than the Bolo Day Super, Bolo which is happening Super. this Sunday, the New England Patriots versus the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to guess that most of the country is going to be rooting for the Atlanta Falcons outside of a small corner of New England, mainly because the New England Patriots are setting their record, well, at least for Brady, seven Super Bowl appearances for Brady and Belichick, which is ridiculous. And uh, the Atlanta Falcons haven't, uh, I don't know if they've ever won the Super Bowl. Maybe they have. Sorry if I'm besmirching the Atlanta Falcons I'm no fans, help. but... Maybe not. However, let me give you one more reason to root for the Atlanta Falcons. However, you're free to make your own choice. But what I'm going to be doing this week is playing some fan songs for each side just so that you can help figure out which team you want to root for over this weekend if you're not from Atlanta or New England. And this first one comes from uh, Ian Cunningham, who is a big Patriots fan, who created this parody song of the Chainsmokers... Pull Me Closer or Closer. I don't know what that is. I think I know that song. Well, anyway, here it is. This is his song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrating Tom Brady. I kind of like this song. Hey, they never have time to intercept you. Gronk is out and that's an issue. Okay. The offense, it was nice this weekend And I know we can win it all again I know you missed four stars Prove that you're greedy, not a broke-down star in Full rings, no flaws Still in hook and pretty model Giselle's bra And I, I, I chant time Oh my god, this is pretty fucking good yeah, I, 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 time so Brady, pull me closer to more Super Bowl exposure. Raise that MVP award while you're hoisted on our shoulders. Throw that pass that beats the corner off that pump fake that you sold to your teammate. Amendola, TD, Edelman, it's over. Okay, that's fucking solid. Whoa, I'm sorry, be familiar really? with that song. He fucking nailed it. Wait, hang What does the girl sound like? I don't know. Yeah, there's a girl involved in it, too. Yeah, I didn't no, know that. she sings the second part. 
That I haven't listened. I that need far. to play you that song so you can hear. Wait, I want to hear it. Throw as good as the day we met you. You don't screw up like the Jets do. You make the play. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Hey, let's all sing Tom Brady. Okay. Well, there it is. Anyway, it, it goes on. I'm it's impressed. Song. I'm impressed. Sarah is impressed. I am very. Okay, based on just songs, and I'll get something for the Falcons tomorrow. Does this would this persuade you to root for the Patriots more? Oh, that song? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, which one's the Who are the ones that have been there over and over again? That's New England. I'm not I'm just saying don't factor that. We're only using songs here. We're going to do a song basis. All right, I like that song. Okay. So so far that that one's it. And I'll get the Falcons something tomorrow. So if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan and you've got a favorite fan Fan song. Send it in. And I'll play it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to find what I've got. And actually, I want to give a big shout out to Norm from Texas, who alerted me to this song and posted it on Twitter, at Funemp Radio. Um, that's how I originally found out about this. So thank you to Norm for posting that. But there we go. That is, the, that is Tom Brady's the parody song from Ian Biggs and Sarah Gonzalez. That's the other one. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I'm sorry, as far as parody songs go, you play so many god-awful ones mm-hmm. that that was not terrible. Okay, wow. Yeah. I did not expect that response. No, I know. You've really, uh, yeah, this is really, really doing it for you. I'm not really doing it for me, but I mean, I kind of, I don't know why. I, I like that song. I've, I've heard it just in passing. I don't really uh-huh. know anything about it, but I like the beat to it. Okay, all right. I like the beat to it, Greg. All right, you like the beat? All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Sarah, really quick, would you want to do an interview with Kato Kalen? Uh, oh, hmm. Uh, hmm, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Something to think about. I just saw that, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. What would you? I guess so. I mean... We wouldn't be able to talk to him about anything that we wanted to talk to him about, probably. I don't know. I don't really know anything about him. Other than, you know... What if he admits to knowing thing. that O.J. Simpson murdered... Like, was the murderer the whole time on our show? Oh, well, that'd be a terrible thing. And we said thing. no. I know, but... It was exposure. Well, okay, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be terrible that he... I mean, we all know that he did it anyway, so, I mean... It would just be like... Huh you know, clarifying what actually did happen. Well, something to think about. I don't know. Yeah, let us know. Do you guys want us to, would you be interested in that? Let us know. Yeah. I'm not saying I can, we can 100% make it happen, but there, there's a chance. Uh, there's a good chance. Based on uh, what we just received in mm-hmm. our email. <laughs> I don't know. This is why I like, <laughs> I like what we Throwing do. Throwing it out to the listeners. <laughs> I just, I enjoyed that that Should didn't. Should we talk to Kato That that just didn't exist, you know, two minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Uh, anyway, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We do greatly appreciate it, and we're looking forward to seeing uh, anybody here in Portland on Thursday, February 2nd, at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, with Reka Vodka for our Fun Employment Radio bingo oh, night. Oh, my goodness. 6 p.m. Uh, would love to see everybody down there. That would be great. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at Fun Amp Radio. Uh, tomorrow, special guest... Larry Crane, I believe, will be joining us. Awesome! And we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.